0: All right, what up, y'all? It's Nasty Nate, and welcome back to the That Talk podcast. Today, I got a special guest. Um, somebody I met on Instagram randomly. His name is Evan Jenkins. Um, he's a credit specialist and a forex trader. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Uh, go ahead, man.
1: What's going on, guys? Uh, my name's Evan. Like Nate had mentioned, and I'm out here in Denver, Colorado, just kicking it. And yeah, kind of like Nate said, just in the forex and credit space right now. So it's not really anything crazy, but, um, trade Forex and teaching people about credit and also just using credit to like my own advantage.
0: So the reason that I wanted to get this man on here is because, um, one, um, being an entrepreneur is, is something that I, I'm stepping into finally and something I always wanted to do. So that's what attracted me to this, this dude in the first place. Like he's an entrepreneur and, He's providing a service that I feel like is so important. I've, I've always been, and everybody that listens to me now, I've always been like a kind of like a conspiracy. like, you know, the system fucks us and uh, the school is <laughs> shitty and all this stuff. I've always been like that, but he's literally teaching something that I feel is so important. And I didn't learn until, shoot, I mean, a couple of years ago at maybe like 26, like how important credit was. And I had to jump through all these hoops to build my credit. And he teaches people, kind of how to give us our power back, I would say, with, with credit, you know, and how we can use it and how, you know, you, keeping your money is a better thing. And, you know, how having your own capital and then, you know, being able to take on, you know, credit to, you know, to make money and to leverage and do something with. So um, kind of talk to me about how you got into the credit game. And then, you know, what was the motivation with it? And then, you know, basically what your service is and kind of the mission of your business.
1: Yeah, so it's, um, it's a pretty basic story, honestly. I got my uh, first credit card when I was 18 years old. I got a student credit card from U.S. Bank and got like a $600 limit on it and maxed it out. Didn't even know anything about <laughs> um, interest or anything like that, but it was only $600. So I was just making the minimum monthly payment. And, but it terrified me so much. And uh, two years later, about three years later, actually I opened up my second credit card with Chase and I actually got a bigger limit. So it was like a $4,000 limit. And you know, uh, when I first got started in entrepreneurship, I was doing door-to-door sales for a solar company. And we had the opportunity to move out to San Francisco so that we could do door-to-door sales out there. So I opened up this credit card because I think we needed, we're trying to get a rental car and they would only take like credit cards. They wouldn't take debit cards. It was something weird. So I had to open up this credit card on a whim, and I got a four thousand dollars limit for my second card. Well, being in San Francisco, you know, I maxed out that credit card like three like days right away. <laughs> no, I was like like, like, uh, like three days. It was like it was like a month or so, but yeah, it was pretty quick. You yeah, know, I yeah. racked up you know I racked up a four G tab, you know, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what interest I was paying. I didn't know how much in interest um, I was actually being charged. You know, I was just making the minimum monthly payment. I knew nothing about like paying statement balances or like anything that I know. And so, um, fast forward, like about like a year and a half. So it's about a year and a half ago, actually. So I was twenty twenty two. 22, um, I was connected with a, with a dude, his name is Jeff seconder and he's, um, actually the one who pretty much taught me, you know, anything and everything that I know about credit right now. So I give all my credit to him and. I saw him doing all these really cool things with credit i didn't know exactly what he was doing but it was just really fascinating you know so i'm posting on instagram so i'm posting on facebook and we were in a network marketing company together and uh that kind of fell fell apart you know we're gonna build this company up i mean him and then uh that fell apart and then he kind of branched off into like his credit thing and he was in the financial he was in the financial space at like a series seven with school I think he was working for Edward Jones or Charles Schwab or something like that at the time. And so I'm watching him do all this credit stuff and I'm seeing him, you know, he lived in Ohio at the time and I saw him take a trip to Florida and he posted something that like, you know, credit cards paid for like this whole trip and he was out in Florida, you know, get rental cars saying, saying that he was able to get like upgraded rental cars. You know, he's driving a, a Maserati around in Florida wow, yeah, yeah. and I was like, and he's like, yeah, this Maserati only cost me like 40 bucks a day. And I was like, what like i was like moderate maserati is that cheap and uh said so his flight was paid for his hotel was paid for and i was like all right this is interesting so he goes back to ohio He's in ohio for like two weeks and then he goes to i think it was like california or he goes to columbia or something and he's out in columbia and he's out in california just working um remotely and that like, is like what really piqued my interest. Cause I was like, wait, he just went yep. to, I was like, he just went to Florida for like a week. Now he's in like Columbia
0: and California. <laughs> yeah, that and freedom. like, you know,
1: this is like, this is like, you know, like a, you know, three, four month time frame. And so I hit him up, I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just using, you know, points from, you know, credit cards. And I was like, I was like, huh. And that, that's something that I didn't even really know too much about either. Mm-hmm. So he released his course and I, I was i think i was one of the first people to buy it and um in the course you know i really got into credit just to learn about like travel hacking because you know i was i was trading forex i had been trading forex, but i think for about a year and a half when i when i invested into jeff's course and you know i was like i was like yo this is perfect i'm gonna i'm gonna make my money with forex and i'm gonna pay for my vacations with these credit cards <laughs> yeah. you know and uh, i was like dude that, that combo is like is deadly it's so cool yeah, it's yeah, deadly you know you get you know you get you know get to travel around for free and then you'll make all my money with forex You know, trade forex in the day and yep live the rest of my life and um so that's really what got start me to, started in into credit and then he started adding more content to this course yeah. and then it started like and then it actually turned into like his financial independence accelerated program it's a full program on teaching you like pretty much like about credit and then actually how to like leverage zero percent which like was like a whole nother world that i didn't even know about so um my journey into credit i really just got started for like the travel side but then i saw Jeff started like you know talking about you know leveraging zero percent to acquire real estate or leveraging zero percent to you know take high interest debt yeah and transfer wow. it to zero percent and get out of it um
0: debt yeah so real and- quick before you before you pass that can you give me like a little breakdown for somebody that that because I feel like that's a super, super major key right there. Like, you know, tell somebody a little bit about, you know, how they can do exactly what you just talked about before we move forward.
1: So transferring high interest debt, uh, it's really simple. It's just a balance transfer and you can get a balance transfer card or the other thing that you can do is if your utilization is too high, cause that's one of the factors that go into credit is you can open up, um, it's actually a pretty, pretty smart player I was talking with a buddy a couple of days ago about this is maybe just get like a personal loan and then transfer half of like that balance to a personal loan. And mm-hmm. the thing that it'll do is it'll add to like your credit mix because that's another factor too. Gotcha. Not only one, are you getting your utilization down? You're opening up a whole new,
0: another. So having, account. so having debt in, in more than one area is better than a large sum in one area.
1: Okay. Yep. okay. So, so what what builds like a really good credit profile is having student loans mortgages auto loans you know good good mix of credit a mixture okay because because the thing that i always tell people is that you know if you were going to lend someone money uh i always use this example if you're going to lend someone money you have two people they're both seven four one person has one credit card uh, for 12 months and they have no late payments, no nothing or anything like that. Right. But then on the other hand, you have someone that's a 740 and they have on-time payments on their mortgage, they have on-time payments on their, on their mm. um, car note. They have, you know, five or six credit cards that they manage and they have all, you know, all on-time payments and they have history for, you know, like four or five years, you know, who, gotcha. if yeah. you were going to lend yeah. money, who are you going gotcha. to be more confident in lending money to? Makes sense. You kind of just have to think about like what the banks are thinking about. So, um, it's really just building trust. So leveraging these credit cards, because like uh, coming back to the story, when I racked up that, you know, that $4,000 balance, I was paying 26% interest. I, I finally um, looked into what my interest was in that credit card. I was paying 26% interest on $4,000. Wow. Uh, I'm not gonna do the math off the top of my head right now, but, um, you, know, it's, you know, before we hopped on this call, I was just saying, you know, if you have $10,000 in credit card debt and, you know, average interest on a credit card is anywhere from 20 to 22%, which is insane. And if you really look at the numbers, so ten thousand dollars, if you make the minimum monthly payment, your minimum monthly payment's going to be about two hundred fifty bucks, but you're going to be paying about two hundred dollars a month in interest. So not only is it going to take you about 43 43 years to pay off that ten thousand dollars, you're going to pay thirty three thousand dollars in interest off of that ten thousand dollars if you only make the minimum monthly payment and never add a single charge to that credit card ever again. That is when great. I learned that, when I learned that it's insane so. Uh, we, you know, what you can do is if you take that $10,000 balance and you transfer it to 0%, you're still paying that $250, but the whole balance is going to, or the whole payment is going to the balance. So you actually cut that time from 43 years down to like 12 years. If you Game. game
0: you know? Right here. This is some game right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, this is like, really like, even like something that's like too crazy, but like that like once i learned that i was like damn this is this is pretty cool and so i, was, I actually transferred the the debt that i had, had to 0% and actually got like completely out of debt and wow. then um and i was learning more about credit and there's you know there's ways that you can take these money uh the money out of credit cards without paying the cash advance fees or the cash advance interest so you know you pay a small fee and take the money out of these 0% credit cards and now you get a, now you get a zero essentially what we're doing is getting Free money. loans 0% loans for 12 months and then investing it into something that is going to return a cash flow and then letting that cash flow pay off the credit cards and then boom once the credit cards are paid off then you have cash flow income stream to which you can then use to put into like other investments cryptocurrencies stocks whatever your whatever your choices wow. and so the uh yeah the, you know the crazy thing is a business opportunity comes up and um you can keep your money invested so that's kind of like the whole idea behind this thing is you know i started off as a trader as an investor and the biggest thing with investing is is the um compounding so when you start to take money out of your investments accounts it starts to you know the curve should be you know looking like this but when you start to take money out of these investments accounts the amount of years or the amount of money that you're actually taking out over like you know 30 40 year time period crazy so if you're able to you know use someone else's money and leave your money invested so that we can still keep growing you know i just posted this on my instagram it was um you know what is opm other people's money so you can keep your money invested let that you know keep recurring you know interest um and then also dividends and then while you use someone else's money to also generate a cash flow and then you can use that cash flow you know to uh, create supplemental income you know get out of your job use that money to throw more into investments you know just completely just like change your lifestyle and uh you know if you need a little bit more time if you know because these credit cards only come with about like you know 12 let I'd say like 8 to twelve, eight to 15 month zero percent interest period depending on the credit card and if that if your investment still doesn't pay off within that time well then you just balance transfer that to another zero percent card and then, you know, if you still need more time, then you balance, transfer it again to another 0% card. So essentially with these credit cards, you're able to essentially just move money around at 0% until the investment pays off. And then and once it does, then you just have cash
0: flow. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy, bro. It's so cool to hear, like I said, you, you're, you're the space that you're in, in, in the service that you provide and the knowledge that you have is, is like really giving us the people, our power back. You know what I mean? Like. You know, yeah. we, without this type of knowledge, like we, we get played. I mean, we do, I mean, you know, you have young kids, like you said, that sign up for, you know, 22% credit cards, like, it, which is absolutely insane. I think my first one, I don't know how, but I got it um, for 9%, um, which, which I still, I thought was cause, I, cause it was my first credit card. I thought that was astronomical. I was like, <laughs> I was like 9%. I was like, what do you, what? Like you, you, I'm paying like, uh. so it's cool that, you know, like I said, to hear that there's ways for us to basically, you know, get our power back. Cause I really feel like that's where, you know, applying this knowledge is where we can, I mean, like you said there, you gave so many ideas for us to become prosperous out of playing the system against itself, you know, in, in yeah. this type of way. But, um, I just wanted to go over that. So, you know, continue with the, with the journey and then kind of go into, um, you know, what, um you know what's the mission behind all this and where do you see this going
1: so yeah it's kind of funny so i've been in the credit space now um just on my own for about probably about a little over a year and a half so just doing everything kind of on my own right like when i first got into credit i just transferred all my high interest debt to zero percent and then this one day you know i posted something like about like these credit cards that i have and then I had some people respond to my story saying, hey, like, do you think you'd be able to help me out? Give me some tips, tricks, stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was, you know, the, just the response from that one Instagram story was kind of interesting. So I posted something like next week, I was like, hey, if I was able to help you with your credit, would you be open to that? You know, it was like a poll on my story. And they like, yes or no. I think there was like 130 or 150 people that I had engaged with that Instagram story. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, damn, there might be like a market here. And then I was sort thinking too, I was like, well, anybody and everybody in the United States has has uh credit. Or they you know, need some, it, yeah. Some, or they need it, you know? And so this was about like six months ago. And so I had like no plans in like teaching people credit or anything like that. And then one of my buddies, a close friend of mine, came out to me and he's like, Hey, uh, you know, I got into some trouble with like this credit. Uh, you know, what do you what do you think I should do? What's the best plan of action? And uh, I was like, well, I need to take a look at your credit profile. And, you know, he pulled up Credit Karma and I was like, no, you can't use Credit Karma. You got to go, you got to go to my FICO. You know, you got to get like your actual true credit scores mm-hmm. because what, what Credit Karma does is uses a vantage score and I won't get like too much into detail about like that, but you want to check your FICO score. I was like, I need to see like what's affecting your credit because there's six factors of credit. And once you know the six factors of credit and what's affecting you, then you can kind of reverse engineer and get your credit back on track. So if you have late pays, if you have high utilization. Maybe you don't have like very much history. Maybe you just don't have like a very good account mix, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So took a look at his credit. He had a couple of late payments and uh, I was like, yeah, we just need to get these removed and he didn't even know that was a thing. I feel like a lot of people don't even know that's a thing. You just get, you know, you can get late pays removed. He was just going to wait for him to fall off his credit just for it to go back to normal, you know, he's going to wait that, you know, three to to five years for that late pay to fall off his credit report. And I was like, no, we got to get that removed. We can get that removed in anywhere from like a month to two months. You just get your credit back on track. So I helped him. And then he introduced me to another one of his buddies. And his buddy was like, Hey, I heard you help uh my friend. You know, I was just wondering if you can help me. I was like, Yeah, sure. So I did the same thing with him. And then he referred me to like another buddy. And I was like, I was like, damn, like there might be like kind of a market here. And I guess I didn't realize, you know, like how much I knew about credit that other people didn't know. And um I had posted like another story. I was like, if I was able to help you with credit in like the form of like a video course, you know, who would be open to that? And just the response that I got from that, I was like, there's actually like a market here. So uh, that kind of inspired me to, you know, create a credit course and pretty much just teach everything that I know just because one, it's really just doing it just because it's fascinating to me. And there's so many, there's so many avenues that you can go with credit. It's wild. And, you know, whether it be like just travel hacking, you know, getting as well as you know you can get vacations just paid for just through credit card points just by getting a couple cards you know if you want to you know create like an additional income stream so that way you can travel you know we can also you know i also teach that too if you're just looking to start your credit you know the right way and you know a lot of people when they start their credit they end up kind of like down the wrong path and so you know being able to take someone that doesn't have any type of credit or any type of knowledge about credit you know, get them started on the right track the first time so they don't ever fall into what I fell into, you know, paying high interest. You know, I, I never missed a payment or anything like that because that's like the number one. You know, that's the rule. Like just don't just pay pay credit cards on time, even if it's just a minimum uh, monthly payment. You know, so teaching people, you know, how to start credit the right way, teaching people, you know, that maybe not have like not so good credit, teaching them how to fix their credit so they can get that home, they can get that apartment, they can get that car. They can get the personal loan they can invest into their business you know with other people's money and then like i said like the travel side of it too you know getting rental cars and you know there's even with these credit cards you know there's status that comes along with them so you actually get status at these airlines and these hotels where you get you know upgraded flights you know fly first class for the same price that you would fly economy you know when you book in when you book hotels you know you get like priority access to them upgrade your room like when you show up you get late checkouts you know cheaper rental cars and then you know you can use those parts those points to redeem all of that stuff so you're not even using your money you're just using the money that the bank is just giving you in the form of points and you know there's just so really just the journey i was just like there's so much you can do with credit and it's just fascinating to me that i just kind of enjoy teaching people and just like watching, you know, I I guess like for me, it kind of just like watching, watching people's minds just kind of like make that like click. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, um, it's like the second or third video, um, in the basic section in my course, it's like mindset behind credit cards, right? People open up credit cards to fund that purchase that they don't necessarily have the money for. Right. So black Friday, or they go shopping, you know, that's usually like how people use credit cards is they use these credit cards to you know go and get the shoes that they can't afford that they, you know they can't pay off the next day and they you know that's like what i really teach people is like yo you don't use credit cards unless you have the money to pay it off mm-hmm. or you use the credit cards to invest in something that's going to create cash flow or you use these credit cards just to you know get you know travel points without you know and there's ways that you can actually hit um introductory bonuses without like having to spend any extra money so you know teaching people that too so Really, like with my course, you know, it's it's kind of like I'm able to take, you know, someone that maybe you know has like no interest in being like an entrepreneur, so they may not you know want to leverage zero percent, you know, they don't really care. But at the same time, they say, you know, I like to travel, you know, like I want to go to Mexico, like how do I get a how do I get a vacation to Mexico, you know, and I can teach them that. Uh, someone that doesn't have any type of credit, you know, hey, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a blueprint. Just follow the blueprint. You know, build up your history. You know, get you a couple accounts under your belt and then that way you can start going after these travel cards or that way you can start going after the zero percent offers and and everything or if someone has bad credit you know getting them back on track and then teaching them you know if they want to go like the zero percent route or if they want to go like the travel route or just get a high get out of high interest debt you know I even know how to transfer you know student loans auto loans to zero percent credit cards so you know someone wants you know the um, the interest people don't really take into account on their student loans and a lot of people don't even know that there's interest on their student loans so you know someone has like a small balance to pay off on their student loans you know being able to teach them hey here's a way that you can transfer this student loan to actually zero percent credit card and then transfer that balance to another zero percent right because most student loans are probably like in the range of let's say like what like eight to ten years or something like that so they're able to To significantly reduce the amount of interest that they'll pay and then pay that off quicker without having to you know spend any extra money so and then all at the same time building up your score to you know get the lowest interest rates on vehicles and uh mortgages that's massive too like uh, uh, interest on a mortgage i think like the difference in like a half a percent on a mortgage on a like a $300,000 mortgage is like something like $90,000. My math might be wrong, but you know, it's, it's over a 30 year time span. And you're talking about, you know, relatively low interest, but it's a massive amount that you're financing. So really just giving people the tools that they need to kind of, you know, take their financial situation into their hands. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's really kind of like what got me started. And I just, I just like seeing people's um, you know, it kind of, I love watching, see, see it click for people.
0: Mm -hmm, They like going. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's crazy to me as you were explaining that, I was kind of thinking like it's credit having credit is really just like a mix of, I don't know. It just reminded me of like uh, just every sort of success principle. Like we have this power, right. But we don't necessarily have the knowledge to use it in the correct way. So like you said, you know, there's so many perks that, you know, you really have the power and you have the upper hand and you can, you know, you can travel for free. You can, you know, get like, you're, you know, like you were saying, uh, getting like low rental cars and you know, all these things. But what we do is we don't have the knowledge and we have these like this low hanging fruit mindset. So we get the credit card and what do we do? We buy material items, right? Because that's quick access to get those little needs that we need. Um, and those, you know, things that, we may have insecurities or we may have, you know, but really you have this power so much further into the future or for things that can actually benefit you rather than things that you're just going to be. Cause if you don't use credit, basically what I'm getting is out of this and for myself now is if I'm not using credit for those things, like you explained, I'm really just creating another bill for myself. Your consumer. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's creating. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, so there's, there's a difference and I, I was taught this difference too. There's consumer debt and there's investor debt. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at these massive companies, you know, um, Coca-Cola is one of them, Apple, uh, Microsoft, Google, they all have debt, right? But they're using this debt, they're using the bank's money's debt to invest into new technology, invest into people, invest into things that are going to grow their company. And you know that way they can still keep their cash reserves. You know that's the important thing. You know, like I mentioned, when you're investing, you don't want to take the money out of your investments accounts because whenever you take money out of your investments accounts, you have to look at like the bigger picture. So um, when you're talking about you know ten thousand dollars earning you know ten percent a year in the stock market over forty years, again I, I forget the math, but you know you probably have somewhere over like you know seven to eight hundred thousand dollars over forty years. From ten thousand dollars. And it's it really starts to affect you when you start taking the money out of investments accounts mm-hmm. to pay for things. Right. So you take you take all the money out of your investment accounts to put towards a down payment on a home. You just took up all of um, you know, you just hurt yourself
0: mm-hmm. on for the how future much money range, that all you your company earning. Yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. because it's like a it's like a short-term like consumer Basis. Yeah. So I just actually, for my son, um, he, he just was born a month ago or I'm sorry, eight weeks nice. ago. Um, I just opened an Acorns account for him and I'm, nice. invest- and I'm investing $20 a week out of my account. Plus um, I round up to the nearest dollar in every transaction. Well, what nice. people don't understand is that every time I swipe my card, I don't miss that money. And at that $20 a week, I don't even know that it comes out of my account. And there's a possibility by the time he's 18, by the time he's graduated, that there will be like 35 G's in there. Well, that's 35 G's that he can use for anything he wants and money that I'm never going to miss. So I feel like, you know, that is the power of, you know, of using it's kind of like we were talking about a a little bit off camera. It's always like this, what's going to, okay, cool, Evan, but what can I do right this second? Like, right. But that's, nothing is right this second. And that's what, like, like I said, that, that 18 years from now, when he graduates, I will never have missed that money. And I, I, so I opened it and then deleted the app off my phone. So I don't know how much is in there and I won't, but when I did, <laughs> when I did the math on the app, cause it has like a little, like, um, a thing that show you what you could possibly have, dude, 35 yep. G's in, in 18 years of money that I would never even know is out of my account and it's crazy that you're just that, letting compounds exactly and it's crazy that like i said we have that power but we don't use it or we have that power and then we go oh shit well god i looked at it there and there is 3500 bucks in there and there is that thing that i want and then we take it out right so yep. talk to us a little bit um i feel like this is a uh, financial discipline too so like talk to me a little bit about um what you think is, you know, something, a key you can give to somebody about, I mean, you heard all the things that he just talked about that are possible. So, you know, give me some, some little nuggets on like, you know, why it's good to be financially disciplined. I, you know, I've been so much better within the last couple of years of that for myself, but you know, how can somebody else like see the bigger picture basically, you know?
1: Um, so kind of give them just like some advice on, on, like managing like credit cards or just mm-hmm. like managing like their finances you yeah know?
0: just you know what you know like basically you know what we were just talking about like your your outlook on um on that you know on being disciplined or you know like you said consumer debt versus um you know business debt or investor yeah. debt um basically because i like i said i feel like we can these things are in the way that you teach it power to us, but if we don't use it correctly, it's power to, it's power to the man. So, um, you know, what, what do you, in your experience, in your journey, you know, the people that you have helped, what do you think makes the difference between the two people that are the consumer versus the, I want to say the producer, I guess.
1: Well, um, kind of the thing that I was thinking about, you know, is just a lot of people want to complicate things and I've just noticed, you know, the best thing that you can do is keep things simple. So there's always a question that I ask myself, uh, before I'm about to swipe a credit card, uh, and it's, it's just really simple, you know, is this going to make me money or, you know, is this like a want? So if it's not going to make me money, it must be a want. And if it's a want, you know, do I have the money to pay it off tomorrow? Right. So if it's a pair of shoes that I want, like I make sure that I have the money to pay off that pair of shoes
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in my bank account. Mm -hmm. Right. And then if I don't, then I don't get the pair of shoes.
0: right so it's like that's that that's that that's that discipline that's what i was talking about that's kind of the direction i wanted to go with that and i I really like that because we have these like like i said this um a lot of us you know have this low hanging fruit like mentality you know it's like well this is easy for me to get right off the rip so let me you know mm -hmm. let me let me get the course how am i going to get this you know how am i going to get this money back how is this going to make me money and i want to know now you know well that's like there, you know, like you said, there is n- there is no such thing. Like these things take time. Well, if you have bad credit or you have bad credit history, guess what? You just took whatever I'm about to teach you, and you just upped it by six months to a year. If you had good credit or started at zero, you know. So, yep. um, no, I really um, and like I said, that was huge for me. I was, uh, you know, I was a consumer for such a long time. My my wife actually turned me on to um, financial intelligence when I met her, dude. I mean, I was um, eating out. I was a bartender living that life, eating out three times a day. And, you know, she cracked open all my W2s and was like, you know, you're making, and th- this was at the time I thought this was a lot of money. I didn't even know how much I was making. You know, she was like, well, yeah. you're making $5,000 a month. How much do you have saved? And I was like, none. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah. And I well, do when you spend $70 a day on food and you know what I mean? It's just like that. I don't want to cook my food. I don't have time. I'm doing this, doing that, going to the gym, you know, doing whatever and not paying attention. And that was my quick fix was that somebody else is making my food and it was easy. And I was being social and, um, not responsible. I mean, and that's what I feel like a lot of us do with with credit and with that power that they can give us is that we're not responsible with it.
1: Right? Yeah. So one thing that I was just thinking about uh, when you were just talking just now is you know there's um' there's actually just something that you reminded me of that I guess I kind of forgot that I do, so you know when I was taught credit, you know I was really taught to to really look at my finances, right so the normal person, what they do is you know they have like fifty percent of the income just goes to you know rent's car, you know sometimes even more you know it could be even like sixty percent just a rent in their vehicle right, and then they have you know 30% that goes to other things gas food credit card bills whatever miscellaneous stuff and then you have like your entertainment right and then like that little amount that's left over normally people put into savings well i was actually taught to do the opposite so what you should do is really figure out your lifestyle to figure out how you can be be living on 50% and still invest or save 50% of your income yep yep so yep. what you figure out is you you look at like how much you're making and then you really design your lifestyle around that. So, um, yeah, you say I'm, I, making, I, I'm making, I'm making $5,000 after taxes. Um, because it's the other thing that you have to factor in. So people will look at their growth. So you have to factor in, you know, I'm making $5,000 a month after taxes. Cool. Well, what you would want to do is if you can't do 50%, then try to do like, invest like your investor save 30% or something until your income grows to where you get to a point where you're able to invest 50% of your income. Cause then life's going to get so much easier you know investing mm-hmm. saving you know we keep you know one thing i tell people too is you know have you know three to six months of reserves in the bank and invest everything else right like you have yeah. your, you have your safety net your car breaks down you're able to pay for it um lose a job you know you're able to you give that you give yourself that cushion right? see so that's a kind of like the starting point so you give your cushion of like your three to six months of your safety net and then everything else that comes into your bank, you, you know, you throw it into, you know, you can throw it into the S and P 500, which historically has done, you know, nine to 10%. I think it's like 9.16% is the actual number over the last 150 years, you know, and you just, you know, invest 50% of income in that and just let that compound. And that's, that's just like on the back burner. So now you've got your money earning interest and dividends mm-hmm. off the S and P 500. Yeah. And then <clears throat> that way you're keeping, um, your bills low. So you're able to see, okay, so you know, now you factor in, okay, so my rent is a thousand dollars, right? So 50% of my, uh, 50%, if that makes sense. Right. So it is going to rent and then, you know, I have a 300 car note. So that that takes into account. So then you say, okay, this is how much I had to spend on food. And then that's like, you know, it kind of just like reverse
0: engineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See mine is, uh, <clears throat> what was, I think for me. What kind of flipped the coin with that is I the the I'm I'm an extremist I always have been like uh, with my diet with my my lifestyle with my passions with my hobbies I've always been an extremist so the only way for me to save money for myself my personal way was make it unavailable to me so every time I get paid I go directly to the bank and I take it out of my checking account and that's it like the money yep. is no longer in there it cannot be spent because it's not in there then I take it to Another bank, which is a small credit union, put it in a savings account that has no card attached to it, so I right. can't get it out. That bank does is a small credit union does not offer an app, so I'm not. I don't have no access to that money unless I went to that bank, and that bank is all the way across town. And I did that on purpose as well. Um, so I'm I I'm a, I'm like a right now. I mean, and I it, it's I mean it's crazy too. I mean the you know the mindset has to be there, and you really have to be sticking to staying in your lane like i i down my wife and i um during this last year we paid off all of our credit cards paid off her car um i downgraded um my vehicle so i had no payment so the only bills that we have is housing um insurance phone and utilities so we're saving like it's, and, and saving and investing 70 to 80% of our income right now to Amazing. try to put us in a better spot for the next couple of years for our future. Because, you know, we don't, you want to get to the point where you're able to do that and, you know, s- save that 70, 80%, but also live the lifestyle that you want to live. And that comes mm-hmm. with some sacrifice in the beginning. I mean, there, there's no way to do both things at the same time. You can't live your luxurious life when you don't have the income that matches that. matches So that's the, I feel like that's kind of where I wanted to go with that whole discipline thing is there is a period of grit and investing in, in time that goes into before this result pops out basically. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's It's just, (laughs) it's
1: just um, following that blueprint, you know, and it's like the reason you want to work with percentages is because you don't increase you know, a lot of people they get the new job and then they and then they do this, right? So they make more, and then they spend more. Yep. Right. So the reason you want to work with percentages is because
0: it always says you're the same. investing.
1: It always says the same. You're always investing fifty percent of your income, and you don't increase your lifestyle unless you're making more money and still putting away fifty percent. You know, so if you're making you know, five thousand dollars a month, and then you're making ten thousand now, so now you're you know your lifestyle gets better, but you're still investing. You know, still sticking to that principle. Mm -hmm. So the principle doesn't change no matter what you're making.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I I, I think, but you know, and I don't know what changed for me, but now I'm, I'm at the point where that as my income raises, like it's just wild to me, the stuff that I used to do. You know what I mean? Like I think my, um, my first $10,000 a month, I think I saved dude, something, something stupid. Like, $6,500. $6,500. And I'm like, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I mean? Like w- what would I do? Go buy a pair of shoes and go to the mall and get eat out every day and just shit that, that makes no return for me, my family and my future. You know what I mean? So, yep. um, getting past that, that consumer hump, what, took such a long time, but now I feel like that I'm on the other side and I have better influences in my life and people that are trying to level up and, you know, like running into people like yourself and have these type of conversations, just like more motivation. Like it's not to me, I'm no longer worried about what people see. I'm like, I'm, it's like more of a challenge is like, can I get this? Now the challenge is, God, can I, do you think I could save more than that? (laughs) Out that 10,000? You know what I mean? You think I can live off off three and save seven? Like, (laughs) and then it and then at that
1: time you're kind of gamifying it, you know, it Mm -hmm. kind of just becomes a game
0: and a challenge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then like, and then you'll just naturally start doing better you know
0: like i'm
1: a big shoe guy and you know yeah, I like same. i like nice shoes and everything mm-hmm. like that and and uh but there was a point in time where i didn't buy shoes for like 2 years you know mm-hmm. everything was going everything was going into courses it was going into mentors it was going into yep. networking events it was going into you know things that would produce some sort of result mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of like that you know, like we say in the entrepreneur space, it's it's giving up that short-term gratification to get the long, gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get the long, to get the long-term reward. Yeah, I
0: sold. Um, I used to work at Nike. I sold almost my whole Jordan collection to put it in my forex account. <laughs> but I had nice. to do it. I was like, yo, if I if I do this, I know that I can get the ones that I want back in in a couple in you know a year a year's time.
1: Yeah, and it really comes down to just the lifestyle that you want to live. You know, I. I like nice things. You know, I like the nice cars. I yep. like the yep. vacations. I like Maybe. the the homes. I like the, I just, it's just me. So, you know, uh-huh. I understand that about myself. So I'm like, okay, like I have to do well. So to how do you this. make
0: it work? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a-
1: the only option for me is to do better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird when, when you, when you admit that and you're like, okay, so what do I do to make that work? You know? And that's why, like I said, you know, we talked a little bit earlier that I, I worked all the way up until this point, so I could basically start all over with forex. I mean, I'm re- I really feel like I'm starting from square one because, like, the only you know supplemental income I have is is videography, which is I worked eight years to be able to build that to get it to where I could work it full time. Then I went to the point where I'm not working it full time, so I can start over to do something else. And it's like every time I start this new grind, I feel like I'm starting all the way over, and I kind of like it you know, but just getting to the point where I'm like, okay, like the, you know, Forex is going to give me that power to live the lifestyle that I want. gives me the time freedom and it gives me the financial freedom to have what I want. So it's a longer, way longer journey than people think it is. I mean, like I said, I, I, I put, I dumped all my job money into my camera equipment and my side hustle. And that, and that took me, like I said, almost eight years. And then now I'm dumping my videography money into my forex. And it's just like this constant, like, man, I feel like as soon as I feel like I'm doing well financially, I take a big dip to try to invest for the bigger picture, you know? Yep. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And, uh, you know, one thing I kind of was thinking about when you were talking is just that you're, you're just gaining more clarity like on the life that you want. And Mm -hmm. I think that's so important too, you know, because when you're working that job, you know, you were, you're working like so hard at it. Right. Because like you wanted like a better lifestyle. Right. And you know, money was going to get you there, but you know, now you have a kid. So Forex is going to offer like that freedom, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're making those sacrifices to cut back from maybe Mm -hmm. photography's that's you know taking up a little bit of time to invest into forex mm-hmm. you know so that you can only work you know that you know that 8 to 12 hour work week mm-hmm.
0: you know exactly, and
1: hang yeah. out you know that's a, that's why i got into forex is because I, I really want to just i want my work week to be like so automated like i want my work week to be like 15 hours a week i've been mm-hmm. working so hard from when i was like 19 to right now and i'm 24 that like you know i don't want to do this forever like no, yes, yeah, that's not the point hard, of like, life work dude. Hard, not, you know, like yeah it's
0: not the but, life it's like to put in that you know that that grind time and then you know build the skill set like we talked about and then reap the rewards for the rest of your life and and have it be so like almost robotic like okay i need to make money like you know i need to, i know the setup i know the skill like let me take a trade and let me move on with my day and that's what i want you know i really yeah. um and i know this is this is crazy but i'm literally Everything, um, and I ride motorcycles, I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, but uh, so everything that I've done has been to actually pursue my dream to ride the bike. So like I worked my ass off to put money in the bike and then I was like, okay, if I'm an entrepreneur, I can make more money working less hours and then I can put that money into the bike and then have more time to ride the bike because when i was working two jobs i had the money but no time right and now that i'm in forex i'm like wow now i can really travel and ride i mean it's all literally i'm trying just trying to build my finance my finances to put back into my passion basically so i can do my passion full time and not get paid for it you know what i mean yeah 100% and, that's and why so-
1: that's why i'm doing everything right now you know on the on the outside looking in you know it looks like you know i'm just out here trying to you know make like a lot of money and stuff like that but there's a bigger picture behind everything Mm -hmm. right so i'm trying to take care i'm trying to take care of my dad you know i'm trying to take you know my mom and my grandma and my family you know eventually when i have kids you know just be able to pack up our stuff and go to yep uh you know greece for two weeks Mm -hmm. you know or dubai or uh, Mm -hmm. miami or you know san diego or you know maybe go somewhere like we've never seen thailand you know and be able to just do that and because like the experience is like so much more for me but there's things that come into play right like you have financial freedom and you also have location freedom
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know that also like creates like your time freedom so mm-hmm. you mix all three of those you know that's really like my perfect lifestyle yep same. so uh, you know the the money to me is really just a tool exactly
0: you know, that's really, that's really all
1: that's really all i look at money as is just a. it's just a you know we're building a house and you need the tools, money just happens to be the hammer that's gonna, you know, put exactly. down, you know, mm-hmm. build everything.
0: Yeah, see, I have, a, I have a friend that I talk to about money a lot, and he's kind of like the uh, the money is the root of all evil guy. And, and I tell him that to me, money is so unimportant in my life that I need to have a lot of it, you know what I mean? If, if does that make sense to you at all when I say that, yeah, like so. When the car breaks down, sure, no problem. Let's go buy a new one. Like it's not yeah. like it's not a egotistical thing for me. It's, hey, my, you know, my aunt can't pay her rent. Boom. Okay, I just paid it six months. Like, that's what I want. I don't get I really, you know, I'm not like this, I'm not this flashy dude. Like, uh, I, I'm really I want to use it to help the people around me and also to, in pursuit of getting what I want, inspire other people to do the same, right? So that's really what the tool is for me is to be able to know that no matter what happens we can take care of it because it's so unimportant oh hey you know um kid needs this oh kid gets sick uh right like it's so unimportant in my life that i need to have a lot of it and that's just kind of what my mantra has been for the last year in trying to do all these investments is that i have to think long term like i have to think like these are the things that are going to set me up like is it fun to blow Forex accounts? No, it's not. It sucks and it makes me want to quit. But I know that, I know once I figure this out, that the $300 accounts that I've blown, I'm going to make that in a couple seconds. Once I know what I'm doing, I mean, if I trade two lots on gold, that's, uh, that's three pips. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just having that vision of the future is what keeps, keeps me going, you know? So, um, that's awesome. Man, I I this I love this conversation, bro. I want to round it out a little bit. Um, tell people where they can find you. Um, talk to me a little bit about you know when your course is dropping, where they can find that, and then um, and then we'll peace out.
1: So you can find me on um, I'm on pretty much every social media, uh, with the exception of YouTube right now. I plan to start a YouTube channel down the road. It's not my main focus just yet. I do want to start doing some other cool stuff um outside of the credit space uh i some cool stuff right now that i'm a, a pretty you know once i got a, I got a lot of things that i'm investing into right now and so um once those start to pay off you know i kind of want to kind of creating that blueprint for other people to take so uh but other than that you know i'm on snapchat i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin uh i actually really you know i never used linkedin before but i'm actually becoming like a really big fan of linkedin and instagram and you know if anybody wants to connect send me dm just ask for advice um, you know, the biggest thing for me is like the course space is kind of, kind of slimy, you know? So like if someone asks a question, they're like, yeah, buy my course, a thousand dollars, you know, but it's like, it's like, if it's just an a-, a question that you can answer for someone, you know, I'm more than happy to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, re- I, re- me, re- like, I
0: like that. Cause that's, that's, you do find that a lot. Like, it's like, well, that answer is in my course. Here's the link. And you're like, damn, bro, you know, because you're not, it, you're not a real person.
1: <laughs> because, because to me it comes from like a place of lack, right? You know, like I'm not selling a course like I, I, I learned how to make money on my own that like if people don't buy my course and I'll still just continue to do what I'm doing. You know, it's just releasing a course to give other people the tools and the knowledge that they need to get to where they wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like a long answer just to no, that's um, cool. say, like but, if anybody's what? listening to this, just send me DM, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, cool. add me on Snapchat. I think Snapchat, my name is just. I think it's Evan underscore Jenkins or something. So I'm pretty much pretty much on everything.
0: Okay, cool. And one thing I do want to say about the courses is what people. I feel like, you know, like you said, it could be a slimy space, but at the same time, there is like um, people that are that are actually trying to do good with it, like yourself. You can um, reach so many more people because how many people can you give one-on-one advice to? Like, it, I mean, it would take you months to get through the people that you could serve because that's what you're, you're providing a service. It would take you, you know, months to serve all these people that you could, you know, people can get through in a couple hours, you know what I mean? So, um, man, I really appreciate you having this conversation with me. This was dope. Um, I'll have this chopped up a little bit for Instagram for you. Um, I'll send you the link, uh, it's going to be on Spotify and Apple music. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you in the next one.